talking of fighting, if you and Trump got in the ring, he loves his UFC and stuff like that, right? If you got on the octagon, you and him, who'd win? Come on. Guy's 78 years old. I'd kick his ass. <laughs> ah, yes, Chris Christie and uh, the British person, Piers Morgan. We really are becoming an idiocracy, aren't we? This is uh, getting dumber and dumber. Chris Christie would uh, would kick Donald Trump's butt. I'm not so sure I buy that. I think his only tactic would be to sprint at him, to charge at him, and try to crash into him head first. I think uh, Trump is pretty cagey. I think he'd get out of the way, give him a little shove. But uh, that's what they're talking about. What is uh, Piers Morgan on now? What what channel is he on? No, but is he? He's doing Fox at night. Okay, all right. Have you seen the video of Joe Biden sniffing the baby in Helsinki, Finland? And the mother is weirded out by Joe Biden's. There's a uh, how old is the baby? The baby's a year and a half old, and. And the mother is holding the baby girl uh, in her left arm. And it's a a crowd of people at the Helsinki airport in Finland. And Joe Biden saw the baby and uh, being held by the mother. And he came over and started sniffing. The first he came and was nibbling, like, uh, biting at the child's back. And the child is freaking out and starting to cry, like, oh, what is is, uh, Abe Simpson doing uh, biting at my back? And uh, then Joe Biden, he pulled back for a second and made a face. Then he moved back in for the sniff on the on the the baby. And the mother is looking at him like, you're a weird one. And then the fa- I think it's the father in the blue uh, shirt, wearing a, a blue dress shirt without a tie. It's open color. And, and he kind of pats Joe Biden on the shoulder like, uh, all right, move along, weirdo. And then uh, Dad, for just a moment, gave a look. There was a look on his face like, what a freak, what a weirdo. What was going on with that? It's time for Joe Biden to go. He is he is not up to the task. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, I know this story. The year is 1906. The president is the divine Miss Sarah Bernhardt. And all over America, people were doing a dance called the Funky Grandpa. We should uh, we should tweet that uh, video out because that is some weird, more weird Joe uh, with the sniffing children and the weird n- gnawing and nibbling and and mom is like okay mom's trying to get a picture of it or video with her a phone of course with her right hand holding the baby with her her left arm and uh, I believe it's dad it has to be dad because he's got to like oh that was that was weird what was that look on his face while uh, Joe was nibbling on his child. Like a freak. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Man, oh man. Yeah, the tweet, it was tweeted out. Joe Biden's behavior with children is extremely concerning, the tweet says. His attempts to nibble this poor child and then sniffs her. Mm-mm-mm. Man, that is, uh, that is a fact. He is a strange man, not a normal man at all. Little girl is terrified after Biden bizarrely appears to nibble on her back and lean in to sniff her libs of TikTok. Yeah, and the dad, I think it's dad, is uh, he's got a look on his face like, what is up with this guy? Man. Okay. Um, 
All right, we've got uh, we've got more to get to. We've got uh, we've got Tom Homan talking about the former ICE director, and um, and we've got uh, Sheila Jackson Lee, Democrat Congresswoman, uh, just uh, just amazing, and and uh, a bit of an update on the Secret Service because the Secret Service, you know, they they launched a major investigation into the cocaine cocaine at uh, the White House, and they they don't know nothing. They can't find nothing. There there's uh, you know, cameras, we ain't got no stinking cameras. Fingerprints, there are no fingerprints on this. Uh, DNA, we got no DNA. Uh, and also, you know, it was, they say it was found in or right in front of, because uh, the story keeps changing, a locker where people, if you're being escorted into the White House by a White House staffer or something, they may have you leave your phone uh, and, you know, other so they don't have you go around taking pictures of secret stuff. And there's a key, they have this, you know, this stack and row of lockers, a wall of lockers, and they have keys, you know, like at the Port Authority or something. Like, uh, you know, they don't really have those anymore at Penn Station because a terrorist putting bombs in there and blowing people up and murdering them because, you know, uh, you know. But the key to the locker is missing. So whoever left the cocaine took the key, and they got a souvenir key from the White House, from the locker, they're never going to find the key. Honestly, ski resorts keep closer tabs on their lockers. Hey, somebody stole my ski boots and uh, the key's missing to the locker. What? Well, we'll look at our surveillance camera. Come on, we're a ski resort. Of course we've got a camera on the lockers. But the White House in the West Wing, no, 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 uh, nothing there. Uh, let's go to uh, Lauren Boebert because Lauren Boebert was was uh, great yesterday. And I do, I, I got to tell you that that uh, getting some reaction to the, the waiter story because this is an amazing story. The, the Democrats raised the minimum wage to $17 an hour, but for tipped employees, uh, it went from $5.35 an hour to $6 an hour. But restaurants, some restaurants are saying, oh, what the heck, we'll pay you $17 an hour. We'll put a 20% service charge on there. And then all the customers think that that's a built-in tip and so the waiters and waitresses have actually seen their actual pay, their real pay, cut in half. I used to make $33 an hour, and now I make $17 an hour. And that's a Democrat Party victory. You see, they fixed it as if it were broken. It was not broken. But they fixed it, and now it's broken because Democrats. That's all you need to know. Our service fee goes toward a higher hourly rate for the people that take care of our guests. So you give 20% and it goes to the owner of the restaurant. This is what I learned last night, right? Who then pays the employees more, but the customers don't tip because you're already paying 20% on top of the the bill. Isn't that amazing? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Yes, sir. Yep. And by the way, the uh, additional 20% is the bill plus tax. Then the 20% is added. And the Democrats, in their effort to make things better, cut the pay in half of waiters and waitresses working at nice restaurants all over the city where they have adopted this, this policy. Because the Democrats. All right, now let's go back to uh, 
Let's go back to this because Congresswoman Lauren Boebert uh, was in on the briefing. The Secret Service came up to Capitol Hill, but it was a secret briefing. And they told the members of Congress that some of this stuff is classified because, you know, why not? Everything's classified. And, uh, hey, where's the key to that locker where the cocaine was? That's classified. Nobody knows where it is. So Lauren Boebert, she uh, she uh, learned, she, she was in the briefing. And uh, what did she learn? Well, here's uh, Congresswoman Lauren Boebert. I learned that the White House is not as secure as it should be. That is uh, probably uh, safe and fair to say. Uh, did you learn anything else? Because, you know, it was on a Sunday and Hunter Biden hadn't been there, hadn't been there since Friday. Uh, but, you know, his friends might have come in. It's hard to say. But uh, they just can't figure it out. They can't get to the bottom of it. You know, doesn't matter how hard they try, how deep they dig, they can't figure it out. There's um, a list of more than 500 individuals uh, that they looked into their backgrounds um, for um, prior drug records or use. Uh, and nothing w- was determined uh, from from their analysis. And uh, the Secret Service is very eager to close this within the next couple of days. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's closed. And uh, and and, and uh, what, what they mean by that is they want to stop talking about it because they had to come up to Congress to brief. Well, surely it's not like the Secret Service finds drugs laying around the White House all the time or anything like that. Everything in this administration is about covering up for the Biden crime family. This is the third time that drugs have been found on the White House property uh, since 2022. And uh, we did not even hear about the marijuana. Uh, I certainly did not hear about the marijuana that was found uh, in in 2022 uh, two times. And uh, now there's cocaine um, on the property. The uh, it's it's uh, again, this is the Democrats. They legalized pot in Washington, D.C. So that creates a legal wrinkle. However, it's not legal on federal property. (laughs) It's still illegal on federal property. So you can walk down the street in Washington, D.C. with pot in your pocket. But if you walk onto the mall and it's legal uh, and you can drive. But if you walk onto the mall, which is federal property, then it's illegal. If you go onto the White House property, then it's illegal because it wasn't legalized. The the district government can't legalize it on federal property. And there's a lot of federal property in Washington, D.C. You can walk into a park uh, a mile up 16th Street from the White House, and everything is, is owned by the city until you walk into the park, and the park is owned by the federal government. So your pot is legal on the sidewalk, but you walk into the park and it's illegal. It's this way with firearms in Washington, D.C. very often as well. So it's the third time they've found drugs since 2022. Two times they found the marijuana on uh, White House property and then the cocaine. And uh, they just never get to the bottom of anything, uh, Lauren Boebert. Everything they do is to move along to the next story. They know there will be another Biden crime crisis in the following days, and uh, they have to get prepared for that and uh, move along to the next one. Move along, little doggy. And uh, you may remember, and I mentioned it earlier, when Hunter Biden had his illegal pistol where he lied on the federal form about his drug history uh, as part of the federal form, where uh, I think you have multiple genders now on the federal form as well multiple genders for your for your firearm uh, application. And uh, 
Hunter lied on the federal form about his drug past, and he got the gun because he lied on the federal form. And then he was dating his brother's widow, right, brother Bo's widow, and that means they're having sex. And the brother's widow uh, pulled his gun, I think from his car, wasn't it? And she brought it down to their high-end grocery store and threw it in a garbage can behind the grocery store. He came home and said, where's my gun? She said, I threw it away. So uh, I got to go get it. It's illegal. <laughs> and uh, so they went down. They were looking through the garbage can. And you remember, then the Secret Service came. The Secret Service was called. And they helped cover that up, too, because the Biden family is a cut. And this is uh, while Donald Trump was president, I believe. So he was the former vice president. I think that's right. And uh, maybe he was still vice president, but I think he was former vice president. And they went down. Uh, the Secret Service was there in the alley behind the high-end grocery store because the gun was back there, the pistol, the firearm. And you remember that's when Hunter Biden said that um, he, he said all the people that work at the grocery store are probably illegals, right? Probably illegal aliens. And uh, told the Secret Service, yeah, they're uh, probably illegals. And ha, 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 ha. Yeah, that your father let in the country? Is that it? Uh, speaking of which, let's go to, because we've got a soundbite on that today, too. Let's go to Tom Homan, soundbite number 12, number 12. Tom Homan was the, he's a career law enforcement, federal law enforcement, and, and he um, was on the television this morning talking about the Biden administration and the border. He was the acting director of ICE, Immigration Customs Enforcement, uh, and, you know, I'm going to have to hold off on that for just a sec, uh, the Tom Homan cut, describing what Joe Biden has done to our border and our country. That's a coming right up. And uh, we've got uh, Democrat Dylan Mulvaney. Got an update on that. Um, keyword nipples. I'll just leave it at that. You know, CBD is everywhere, right? They're putting CBD in everything. Well, my friends at Generic CBD have infused CBD into their number one best-selling, deep-penetrating muscle and joint cream. I have it at home, and let me tell you, this stuff is amazing. It melts right into your knees, your elbows, your shoulder, your back, especially those stiff hands, fingers, things like that. It goes to work in seconds, and it's a great moisturizer all by itself. The company is called GenericCBD.com. You've heard me talk about them in the past. They sell premium CBD products for a whole lot less money. And right now, you can try their muscle and joint cream absolutely free. Get it for your mom. Get it for yourself. Right now, you get it for free. You just pay $2.95 to help with the shipping and handling. And don't worry, it's not a subscription or anything like that. There are no strings attached. They just want you to try it because they know that once you do, you're going to love it and you're going to want more. And you're going to get it as gifts, too. So get your free sample at genericcbd.com. That's G-E-N-E-R-I-C-C-B-D.com. Genericcbd.com. These products and statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure, prevent any disease or illness. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, Tom Homan was on the uh, television this morning, and, and uh, I heard him sum it up. I said, that's... That's pretty good. I should share that with people because that's good stuff. Uh, and uh, the crazy isn't over because because the Democrats gave me even, even more. And they got that uh, Dylan Mulvaney Democrat. Got an update on that. Remember, he fled to Peru because the United States was, was not safe anymore. 
Um, well, he's back. It was just a matter of days. I have an update there. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. All right, let's play. Uh, let's play Tom Homan, uh, former Immigration Customs Enforcement Director and career federal law enforcement official, on the Fox News Channel early this morning, talking about everything that Joe Biden has done vis-a-vis the border and beyond. When you cause a crisis this big, it's a record number of women and children been sex trafficked in this country under this administration. A record number of known suspected terrorists have been arrested and entered this country this administration. A record amount of fentanyl has come to this country under this administration. More Americans are dead under fentanyl, historic record. More migrants have died on uh, entering this country, over 1,700, which is a record. So, you know, I, I want to explain to American people, it's just not about border security. It's about saving lives. If you defend the border, and secure the border, you save lives. Uh, more records for the Biden administration. None of them positive records, but when you're a Democrat, all of this is swept under the rug by the so-called news media. More women, record number of women being sex trafficked. Record number of children drawn into the sex trafficking world. You know, Jeffrey Epstein uh, and all of that stuff. Uh, record number of people on the terror watch list grabbed, and when de- you say that Democrats, well, they caught them because they uh, deliberately misunderstand everything. The uh, record amount of fentanyl, the uh, record number of migrants dead, 1,700 plus. Uh, these are a bunch of records, thanks to the Biden administration and their policies, all of their excellent policies. The Democrats. They're not on our side. The Democratic Party isn't. The left is coming for your rights. And you can get that uh, last one, the T-shirt and the coffee mug at the Chris Plant Store. It's a great gift for your left-wing relatives and neighbors. Barney Fife is trending on Twitter today. You know, from the Andy Griffith show, from Andy of Mayberry. Barney Fife, where's his bullet? Thelma Lou got all that stuff. Uh, It is uh, trending. Barney Fife is trending. Todd Stearns at Fox News tweeted out, 
They can't figure out who brought cocaine into the White House. They can't figure out who planted bombs outside the RNC and DNC. They can't figure out who leaked the Dobbs decision. They should have let Barney Fife handle the investigations. He's, uh, you know, and he could get uh, Gomer and Goober to help him out. So they got a team of three, and they maybe Gober and Gomer and Goober and Barney Fife could have cracked the code here. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Man, oh, man. Uh, also, the uh, Democrats, you know, the Supreme Court ruled a couple of weeks ago now that the Biden administration did not have the constitutional authority to fork over, what was it, $400 billion for student debt relief, right? Supreme Court said that. Now, the left-wing mediaite just in, Biden and VP Kamala Harris do victory dance over new $39 billion college debt forgiveness for 800 and 9,000 people. So this is uh, this has already been declared unconstitutional, but now they've shrunk the number from 400 billion to 39 billion dollars. Hundreds of thousands of Americans will work their entire lifetimes to pay 39 billion dollars to the federal government, and they will give money about 42,000 dollars each. Is that the math that we did? to 809,000 people uh, to buy their votes. That's about buying votes the old-fashioned way, the Chicago way, cash in the pocket. Thank you. Don't forget to take that into account on Election Day. Uh, Also, CNN, formerly a news organization, They've got a big story because the House of Representatives just passed the defense budget, the National Defense Authorization Act. They like to use all kinds of uh, silly things. And uh, the NDAA, House passes defense bill after adopting controversial amendments targeting abortion policy and other issues. Targeting abortion policy and, and other issues? Sure. And a couple of Democrats typing on behalf of the Democrat Party at CNN put together a little story, and they're very upset. The House voted Friday to pass a sweeping defense policy bill following a contentious debate and the adoption of controversial amendments that touched on hot-button social issues. Well, the reason that there are hot-button social issues there is because the Democrats and Joe Biden's defense secretary, Lloyd Austin, Uh, built in a bunch of transgender military stuff, and then the defense secretary unconstitutionally declared that they will give members of the military time off and pay members of the military uh, to travel to states to get abortions if, you know, they're more than six weeks pregnant or whatever. So they're going to, and it violates the Hyde Amendment, which goes back decades where the federal government does not pay money for abortions. No, they just pay you to get there and give you the time off. But CNN is having uh, none of that. So the addition of amendments pushed by conservative hardliners, they're hardliners, related to abortion policy and transgender health care access. So the U.S. military uh, paying for we, the American people, our tax dollars, paying for people to join the military and then change genders, do si do and uh, the Democrats and CNN, but I repeat myself, uh, very riled up about this now. So 
as well as targeting diversity and inclusion programs, infuriated Democrats. They're always infuriated about something. And led to pushback from some moderate Republicans and will now set up a clash with the Senate. The clash. I love the clash. Uh, the House passed the bill uh, still need to be reconciled with the Democrat-controlled Senate, while the National Defense uh, Bill typically passes with widespread bipartisan support. The bill was passed on largely along party-line vote, 219 to 210. Four Democrats crossed the aisle to vote with Republicans, and four GOP members voted against the bill. So that's bipartisan. <laughs> They say it's usually bipartisan. This one's bipartisan, so this is bipartisan, isn't it? That's uh, it's amazing. Now, the thing is the Democrats have built all this abortion stuff and transgender stuff into the military, and then they complain that the Republicans are allegedly politicizing the Defense Authorization Act. Isn't that amazing? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Ah, uh, Colorado Representative Lauren Boebert had an amendment to block military schools from purchasing or distributing, quote, pornographic and radical gender ideology books, end quote, in their libraries, and that amendment passed. So now tax dollars will not be paying for gender ideology books to be in grammar schools on military bases, and the Democrats are very upset about that because they're coming for the children. Make no mistake. Yeah, and the, uh, the Democrats, they're all riled up. They're angry that um, uh, the, the abortion transgender stuff isn't being funded because they're nuts. Also out of uh, uh, Cal Thomas shared, the, the great columnist, Cal Thomas shared this with me. The uh, Daily Mail, they've got an exclusive. Snow White and the seven dot, 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 politically correct companions. First pictures of new Disney live-action remake of uh, uh, Show Princess walking with diverse band of merry men and women after a row over using dwarf actors. Snow White and the Seven Diverse Characters? But you can't use dwarves. It's Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, but you can't have dwarves because hi-ho, hi-ho, it's off the job center they go. The seven dwarves have been replaced by magical creatures for Disney's live-action remake of Snow White and the Seven Magical Creatures. Rachel Ziegler, who plays the fictional princess, has been pictured for the first time with her new companions, who appear to be a mix of genders, ethnicities, and heights. The actress wearing Snow White's famous yellow and blue dress and a red cape is trailed by a group who are dressed in brightly colored clothes and carrying work tools. They were spotted uh, shooting scenes, Bedfordshire, on Thursday in England, and pictures obtained exclusively by the Mail Online. And uh, they're not the seven dwarves. You got uh, several, um, you know, African uh, people, and uh, looks like um, one guy is short. It might be Peter Dinklage. He's the only one they hire, right? And then, uh, is that Peter Dinklage? Yeah. Looks like, is it really? I don't know about that, but yeah. Yeah, but he looks like Peter Dinklage, and he is the only one they hire. So uh, there, there you go. That's uh, Snow White and the Seven Diverse Friends. Makes a lot of sense. 
Looks here in this picture like Snow White's pregnant, too. Is she pregnant? <laughs> it is Dinklage, though. Is it really? So they, I was joking that he's the only one they hire, but it really is him? <laughs> Looks like he's lost a little weight, too. <laughs> oh, boy. That's your Democrat party. Isn't that amazing? Uh, okay, let's go to the uh, telephones. We were talking about the Democrats fixing everything. You know, they're making everything better by... Uh, you know, they were going to save waiters and waitresses, and now they've cut their pay in half because that's what Democrats do. When they go to fix things, they actually make matters worse because they're the left. They're not liberals. They're the left. The Democratic Party isn't. Let's go to Michael calling from Woodbridge, Virginia. Michael, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Yeah, Chris, um, fast-moving show today, and I know sometimes you kind of got to skirt right past something, but I really wanted to pull this out. You did a wonderful job of describing that as a Democrat success story in D.C. Just a quick rundown. I'm going to call your waiter Bob. Bob used to make $30 an hour. Now he makes $17 an hour. FICA used to be paid, I'm guessing in D.C., the the waiters probably did about $6 plus tips. So FICA was paid on $6 an hour, and it's now being paid on $17 an hour. That means that the business technically is making more money because they're, they're charging you the 20%. The business is paying out more to the government, and the business is then passing the cost on to you because you're paying the 20%. The customer pays more, the waiter makes less, and the government makes more. It is a true Democrat success story. It did not solve Bob's problem. It solved government's problem. And this is the same D.C. where today they're talking about, well, if Congress won't let us maintain the red light uh, camera process, that will cut into our funding. I'm sorry. How many years did D.C. scream and yell that it wasn't about funding? It's not about funding. It's safety. Well, apparently the red light uh, um, camera funding works so well that they're now asking Congress for official red light districts. (laughs) <laughs> Bada bing. So they can tax it. Yeah, well, that, that's true. They call prostitutes sex workers now, and they expect all their daughters to grow up to be prostitutes. They call them sex workers. And look, I talk about this uh, from time to time, Michael. A, a nice summary of what they've done to the waiters and, and waitresses. And I said, the, uh, the waiter, who we've known for years uh, from three different restaurants— yep. And he works at this place now, an Italian restaurant. And he said he was making $33 an hour and when, when he was being well, tipped. Yeah, and now I he's making 17 like government does. Yeah. I yeah. rounded off. Yeah. Now, yeah, right, you, the you, problem you, is, is that on the, on the left side of the aisle, so many on the left actually, under number one, they don't understand math. And number two, they have not been part of a business structure. They haven't done payroll. They haven't paid FICA. They haven't done withholdings. They don't have a clue how this works. All they see is, well, isn't that wonderful? Bob is getting an extra 20% in his paycheck. But you, having been a regular and knowing this guy and actually paying attention, which is very unusual for the left, um, figured out that this guy is actually being hurt by this proposition that is supposedly going to fix a problem for him. Government solutions, you talk about another thing that isn't what it describes itself, government solutions aren't. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) 
Very good. Uh, my, I assume you work or have worked in the restaurant industry. You're obviously. Oh in- no, 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 no. I'm I'm self-employed contractor for about 25 years now. I started, you know, decades ago. I started in in the uh, restaurant industry until I figured out I wanted to do something else. But no, it, it's it's not just exclusive to the, the the restaurant industry. This is how business works. Everything that the government does costs a business. Everything that costs a business, who pays for it? The only source I have as a businessman to pay my bills is my customer. I don't know what the hell is so complicated about that for the left to understand. There is no other source. I do not have a tree in the backyard. I don't have a bag of money in the backyard. The only source I have to pay my business debts is my customer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Michael, I mean, uh, you know, listen, and, and you're right, the, uh, the waiter and waitresses lose because the Democrats fixed it. The customer loses because the customer gets stuck with another 20% that doesn't go to the employee. A fraction of it may go to the employee, but the lion's share goes to the owner of the restaurant. And, uh, and the owner of the restaurant then uh, gets more money. So the big guy, the owner wins, the waiter and waitress lose, the customer loses, and the Democrats declare victory. Isn't it great? And you're right, Michael, then the government collects more in taxes. And also, when you're a tipped employee, it's possible, I've heard, that they might not declare every dollar in tips at the end of the year on their taxes. So a lot of that money that they get in tips is not taxed income. So you make $33 an hour, and not all of us it declared is declared, then uh, that's, that's uh, you know, more money in your pocket as the waiter and the waitress. But once again, their alleged effort to help the little guy hurts the little guy, hurts the customer. The business owner may make out a little better, but that's, uh, that's your Democrat party. Uh, Michael, uh, good call. Thank you. Let's, uh, let's go to this one. Cable news now trusted more than networks. Fox, number one, CBS last. I grew up in a CBS News household myself, and uh, this is Paul Bedard at the uh, Washington Examiner, their Washington Secrets columnist, and he follows the news and reports it. In one of the most unexpected and ground-shaking changes in the media landscape, the three biggest cable TV news outlets are trusted more than the big three networks, and it's not even close. Fox News, CNN, MSDNC, all topped, all of them, each of them topped ABC, NBC, and CBS in trust, with Fox being king of the hill, according to the latest Rasmussen Report survey shared with secrets at the Washington Examiner. Remarkably, said the pollster, the trust gap is huge between cable news and uh, ranging from dub double to quadruple quadruple digits. All told, about 70% of the public trusts some news outlets uh, and uh, uh, nearly 30% say they trust none or uh, just don't know. It's a lot of Democrats say, huh? What was the question? So the responses, which news outlets are you most likely to trust? Fox News, 25%. CNN, 13%. MSDNC, 12%. So the two of them combined match Fox News. NBC, 7%. ABC, 7%. CBS, 6%. And 25% say none. (laughs) 
And the news media is not planning on doing anything about it. They're fine with this because, you know, they don't care. They're not on our side. They're, they're Democrat front groups. Let's face it. Let, let's face it. It's a, it's a terrible media environment. Newsmax ought to be in there, though. Newsmax, my show, Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. All right. And the Democrats are removing a plaque to Robert E. Lee's horse, Traveler, from Washington and Lee University because they found out even Robert E. Lee's horse was a Democrat. Also, uh, Joe Biden was sniffing children and being a weirdo in Helsinki. And and he was in uh, Lithuania uh, before that and uh, Vilnius and screwed things up all over the place, got a ton of things wrong, made a fool of himself and of all of us. And Putin was laughing. And and, uh, NATO, you know, President Trump was pushing NATO countries to uh, the NATO countries agreed in 2006 to to contribute 2% of GDP, at least, to their defense spending. And uh, most of the NATO countries are not doing that. President spending less than that, of course. President Trump was pushing the NATO countries to, to step up so the American middle class doesn't have to continue paying for European defense. And... Um, and Joe Biden went there, and there was no agreement on spending, no agreement on spending that the NATO countries would would spend, 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 because Joe Biden doesn't know what day it is. He doesn't know what country he's in, and he's, uh, you wouldn't have him represent you under any circumstance. Uh, also, did you see the these two guys in Florida out hunting in the swamps down there found a 19-foot-long Burmese python, a giant snake. It's uh, one of the biggest pythons ever grabbed anywhere, Burmese pythons grabbed anywhere. Weighs 125 pounds. It's a record catch. There are a lot of them in Florida because, you know, teenage boys bought Burmese pythons and thought they were fun to have in a glass tank, and then when they started getting big and they wanted to stop buying mice, they brought him out to the swamp and let him go. So this gigantic python. And I was uh, texting with my friend Tom in Florida. He lives on the Space Coast by Cocoa Beach. And uh, texted Tom about the python this morning. He got back to me that he's got a bobcat wandering around his property and that less than a mile up the road, his sister Maria has a panther. It's like Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom down there. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.